another fabulous morning, a fabulous week. Welcome to the Talking Story Podcast, where the next now seven weeks, we will be doing things a little differently. So we're taking a bit of a sabbatical, in case you haven't heard, from the Talking Story Podcast, hoping to come back this fall for season two, where we are going to be sharing more incredible stories of ordinary people doing extraordinary things. And guys, we have quite a few people in the queue, in the lineup, their stories need to be told. And why? It's because we thoroughly believe that stories have the power to inspire us and in turn change our life for the better. So I really believe in the power of stories. In fact, I've been talking to some folks this week about just the power of testimony or the power of someone's story. Um, I think we all crave it. I think that's why potentially reality TV is so popular because we want to know that we're not alone, that what we're feeling and experiencing is not out of the ordinary and that there's hope and that we can even use the really dark and heavy and depressing times in our lives to be a launching point for incredible change and vision and, um, passion and purpose. So anyways, so if you haven't also heard, we need your help in order to continue on with the podcast. So we have started a Kickstarter campaign to fundraise for the next, well, it's a 60-day fundraiser. So I don't know, I guess we're about 53 days left if you're listening on week two. And um, yeah, we are just giving it to the Lord and giving it to you guys as well, just to say, hey, if you want this to continue, there are two ways that you can um, benefit or help us, I guess, um, continue to produce these podcasts. So the first way is the Kickstarter campaign, where you go on to kickstarter.com and search The Talking Story Podcast, and you'll find us with our video, our mission, and uh, we also have tiers of give back. So if you are able to donate, we also want to give something back to you. So you can read about those tiers in the website. Um, another way, if that's not appealing to you, uh, we would love your help in giving or buying from moimoymarket.com. Um, M-O-I-M-O-I market.com. Um, Moimoy Market is a marketplace online currently online. We also are going to be traveling and doing pop-ups in other locations. But right now we are online during the COVID season. And we'd like to give you the opportunity to buy products of purpose. And so as you have followed this podcast, have learned the stories behind the products, it's now your time to act. And we want to say that we want to empower you because guys, these businesses like Starfish Project, I think they were episode 13 of the podcast, uh, Mud Love, episode seven of the podcast, Yasmanita, um, Thistle Farms, all of these amazing brands who are doing incredible things to help serve the weak, the vulnerable, the oppressed. They need our help, you guys. And it's the power of our dollar that really is going to make a difference. And so Moimoy Market is a marketplace for products of purpose where you 
can use your dollar. If you were going to buy a piece of jewelry, why not buy it from Starfish Project? If you were going to buy a candle, lotion, soap, why not buy it from Thistle Farms? If you're going to buy a gift, a coffee mug, uh, why not buy it from Mudlove? So we just want to put all these amazing products in one place with one checkout and you can truly make a difference in other lives just by how you spend your money. So um, that's another way that you can help fund the podcast is just continuing to purchase through moimoymarket.com. And for those that have and continue to do so, man, you guys, thank you so much. It really is because of your love and your give back that we are able to, one, support these brands so they can continue to do what they're doing. And um, and then two, be on air, sharing the stories that are inspiring you, they're inspiring me, and we're hoping that they continue to inspire others all over the globe, that you can use your life, that your life is meant for something, that you have purpose. There's a reason that you walk this planet. And we want to use the stories on the podcast to inspire, to help you find that purpose, that you'll listen to something and it will resonate and go, oh my gosh, that triggers something, that that there's a passion there, or I never thought about that. Um, I think of the I'll Push You episode from, um, so these two guys, Justin and Patrick, such a cool story, you guys. And I don't (laughs) off the top of my head know the number, the episode number, but it's all push you. And these guys, I tell you, I think their message in their podcast when we interviewed them has just resonated through my life. And they talk about Uh, many things. But one of the things that Justin brought up is the fact that when you don't ask for help, you are denying someone joy or a gift. Because really, truly, by us asking for help, um, it's a gift to another person that I really think we are hardwired to want to help and make a difference. And sometimes I don't know what it is, if it's pride, if it's insecurity, I don't know why we don't ask for help. Um, but we don't, I have a hard time. I recently had to reach out to a few friends, um, because I have a big move going on in my life. And I was like, Oh, I got this. Like, my dad and I can do this. I can I can do this. And I was like, no, really, I can't when I'm looking at all this furniture. And so I reached out to some really good friends of mine and just said, hey, guys, are you free this day? And would you be able to come help? And boy, they showed up in a huge way. And um, it's just, it was, a, it was a gift for me. And I truly hope it, it was a gift for them. Um, just to be able to use their life to help another. And I really believe uh, that's true in every case, whether it's a a move, um, whether it's just struggling in life. um, Maybe it's helping feed another person in this season of COVID. Um, Families I know are struggling all over the world, domestically, globally, uh, whatever it is. But sometimes I think we need to reach out and actually ask for help, not just wait to be helped. Um, but ask for help. There's something very powerful. Well, guys, the last time I went over like by 10 minutes because we're trying to keep these episodes, these reflections with Kelsey, not that I'm anything special, but I'm just kind of coming on every week to share with you what I am learning currently during this COVID season through a very major kind of pivot in my life, um, good and bad. And 
Um, well, I'll just be sharing little bits and pieces throughout the podcast. But obviously, COVID has hit. Um, life has shut down for many in many ways. Um, and that has been for me as well. So the boat business that I am a captain on is currently, uh, yeah, now operating because we really don't have any tourists coming to the island. I think we've done one trip. But anyways, it's been so crazy and such an interesting season. And like many of you who are listening um, are probably in this, well, what's next? And I think that is the season in which I am in. I'm going, what is next? I have been feeling some stirring in my heart for the last probably few years. Um, Haven't been ready to let go of one thing um, to pursue another. And I'm just praying through a lot of things in my life of just moves that need to be made, uh, risks that need to be taken, and the challenges that lay ahead. But just trusting that God truly does have a plan and a purpose. And I really think I need to walk and press into what my heart is saying. And listening to the voice of God and the Holy Spirit, um, I think our conversation with the Kendrick brothers was so powerful to me as they talked about prayer and just how to listen to God. You know, what out of all the thoughts that are in my head on a daily basis, like how do I sort what's of me and what's of God and what's going on in my heart, what's of me and what's of God. And I think the Kendrick brothers really bring some um, insight as to how to discern the voice of God and to really walk in risk and walk in your truth and walk in your calling, even when it's hard, even when the doors aren't always open. So that is the season that I'm in right now, you guys. So stay tuned for more. You can watch it on my social media um, as I am just walking through this what's next season and truly how I feel like I'm taking it. Maybe you feel the same. It's like day by day. You wake up and you're like, okay, what is today going to bring? Another person asked me, like, what's your plans? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm taking this month to month. I think I know that the stirrings in my heart, I'm walking in that direction. But Obviously, circumstances, life, environment, COVID is changing a bunch of that. So I'm keeping things loose. Um, but again, pursuing a direction. I wanted to come on. It's actually a little different than I was planning. What I'm, what I'm about to say and what I'm about to share is a little different than what I was planning on. But I felt like it was necessary because it's something that I actually experienced today And guys, you know, we launched this Monday and I usually have this, you know, being recorded a week in advance, but I just was struggling. I'm like, well, what am I supposed to be sharing with my listeners, uh, with our listeners? My dad's just taking a sabbatical right now. You know, what am I supposed to be sharing? And I just couldn't really land on something. So I was going to talk a little bit about um, health and wellness, but then this thing came up and I watched a movie and a bunch of this is just, I don't know, been resonating with me. So I thought I'd come on and share real fast with you. So first off, um, if you have not seen this documentary called Free Burma Rangers, it's a must. It's found on Amazon. You have to buy it, but you guys, it's worth it and it's supporting an amazing cause. So Free Burma Rangers. I actually went to go to the movie theater, saw it in the theater. A friend of mine planned um, 
kind of a community event. She um, knew Dave and Karen Eubank wanted to get this movie out there to the local people here in Hawaii for them to see, to for them to be inspired. So I bought a ticket, went and saw the movie February 25th of this year before all of this COVID happened. I think that was actually the last movie I saw in the theater before COVID. Anyways, crazy. And oh my gosh, this documentary is incredible. This man has just dedicated his life to um, going in the midst of war and helping those who need medical assistance and medical help and also filming the atrocities that are happening um, in countries that are pretty much cut off from the world for a reason because there's genocide and other major horrible atrocities that are happening. So anyways, um, they start off in Burma and Dave and Karen are there for 20 years and just sharing their story of Burma, of how they're helping people. Um, And then they get this call to go to Iraq and they go to Iraq and in the Syrian crisis where ISIS is just going crazy and taking over um, villages and Um, towns and cities and killing people and just horrible, horrible things. And here they are going into the violence, into the heat of the battle, and they are rescuing people and helping people. And again, documenting the war and the horrible things that are happening so they can report it back to people that can hopefully make changes and and understand that maybe what um, diplomats are saying is being done is is not being done because here's the evidence here's here's the video and so this documentary is is incredible we are hoping to get Dave and Karen on the podcast in season 2 to share their story more in depth um but what i took away from it and this was last night you guys um i, I watched it with my folks um last night on Amazon Prime. So I watched it in February, watched it again for the second time. And Dave describes in the, in the documentary of a point in his his time in Iraq where he helps free a family from ISIS control. And this family is able to finally flee and get away. And he, you know, is hugging on these kids. He shakes the dad's hand and and off they go to hopefully a, a new and better life. And this family, about half a mile into their journey of escape, gets blown up by a landmine because ISIS, of course, has just covered the fields with these, these mines. And there was death and there was pain and... David looked at his friend and said, that's it. I'm going to, I'm going to, we have to kill him. You know, they've had their chance. We have to kill him. And there was so much anger. I think granted just anger. (laughs) Like, I mean, I think that David had a right to be angry to see what evil was taking place and how he just hugged this family who's just so innocent and has just been victim to this violence and this evil, and then sent them on their way just to, you know, be blown up by a landmine. And he was angry. 
And that night in his quiet time, he was wrestling with God, like, why? Why does this happen? I Just kind of let me at him. Like, I'm ready to blow him all up. And God took him to a passage in scripture that said, vengeance is mine, says the Lord. And that um, really what we are called to do is to love. And he right then and there was convicted uh, that this, his role was not to take revenge, but his role was to love. And that uh, love is the best remedy for evil. Uh, love is the best antidote for evil. And gosh, man, that just convicted me because I feel so angry all the time. Not, I mean... Yeah, I would say I feel angry a lot. I feel when injustice is done, I'm angry. Um, when I have been unjustly treated, I'm angry. And, you know, if we continue to live in that anger, not much gets done from it. Um, my trajectory on life is probably very different when I'm angry versus loving. And um, so here I watch this movie and then I don't know about you guys, but I feel like sometimes God gives me a way to practice <laughs> when he kind of starts to teach you something. And so I'm just, you know, there's been a situation in my life that's been really frustrating and I've been probably harboring a lot of anger about it. And I get a text message this morning in regards to it and I'm still angry and I'm still bitter. And... So I get this text message and of course I'm just I'm just angry. And I just watched this movie about how powerful love is. So I respond not not in a angry way, but just maybe not in the nicest way that I could. I probably it probably didn't even require a response in all reality, but I still responded cuz it's triggered a button. And and then, you know, I talk about on the podcast last week about my morning routine. So I sit down with my cup of coffee and my Bible app. And the first thing I, I pull up is a scripture that just talks about, <laughs> I don't know where my phone went. I, otherwise I would totally uh, tell you guys what it is. And I will, I'll go find my phone. I wish I had it, but I just needed to sit down and get this off my chest. But it talks about, I'll put it in the show notes. So you guys look at the show notes and I'll, I'll put the scripture of what I read in my Bible app in the show notes. But it pretty much was said, do not be overcome by bitterness, anger, hatred, but instead forgive each other as Christ has forgiven you, and thus doing so, we're showing love. And I was like, oh, Lord, you just, I just watched a movie about this. And here I am getting my feathers all ruffled because of a text message that really probably didn't require a response from me. And either no response would have been a loving thing to do, or I could have responded in a kinder way. And yeah, I just, it's just something I'm still working on, you guys. But boy, I've just been convicted and working, and I'm a work in progress every single day. And hence why that, that morning routine is so powerful for me because it's that check. It's like, 
oh, yeah, here I go again. Oh, nope, this is not the person I want to be. Oh, I want to love. And so anyways, I don't know who or what you're angry at. Maybe you're not angry. Maybe you're better than I am. Um, But I tell you, anger is going to put us on a very different trajectory. And I think there there is a righteous anger. I don't think David and Karen, who are in Iraq and in Burma and are seeing such evil take place, I don't think they, you know, don't get angry. But I think their anger turns into compassion and their anger turns into a motivation to love others and use their life to help serve others and to better other people's lives. So I think it's how maybe we use the anger. Um, I don't think we can't get rid rid of anger completely, but I think it's how we use that anger, what we turn that anger into. Um, If we turn it into where we just want to kill people or we want to just make someone's life miserable, um, yeah, that's that's not a good good thing, obviously. But it's how we deal with it in our hearts and how we respond. I think it's that action, yeah. Um, is is huge. So um, that being said, I needed to say I'm sorry to this person. Um, I responded in a text, had my devotion time, re-responded in a text with an I'm sorry. Um, That was, you know, not right of me to say that. And that's just the last thing I want to leave with you guys is um, maybe you're the person who has angered someone else. Maybe you've recognized that you're, you know, what you've done has hurt someone else. And oftentimes, I think human nature, especially in today's age, we want to just sweep things underneath the rug. We don't want to address it. We'd rather just forget about it. I think it's sometimes a pride issue is, um, yeah, we just want to forget about it. That that didn't happen. Hopefully, someone doesn't remember it. Um, so I think it's someone's part, one person's part, when they get offended to not allow anger to um, reside and to deal with that anger, to turn it around into compassion, to love, and to act upon it in grace. But then there is the offender part. And when someone has made someone angry, um, I think we have a choice. I think we can sweep it under the rug, hoping that it's forgotten. Um, but I don't think that's the solution. I think, I think even if we can forgive, I think we can forgive, but there's still boundaries that are set in place by the person who was offended. And I think what can melt those boundaries and can really bring true reconciliation and restoration is when those words, I'm sorry, is said. And so for me, it was like, I could have just gone and said, you know, okay, this person deserved this text message. I'm just going to leave it as is. But instead, I, I was convicted where I was like, man, I need to approach this person, say, I'm sorry, that was wrong. And my prayer is that, that that does melt boundaries, that humility where I recognize where I'm at fault. And guys, I'm working on this. I'm nowhere near perfect. Holy smokes, I'm so far from humility. But humility is a big deal. And it starts with an I'm sorry. And I really believe, and I'm sorry that I did such and such. Not just an I'm sorry, but I'm sorry that I did blank. I'm sorry that I hurt you. I think just can bring true reconciliation and restoration in relationships, in friendships, 
and acquaintances. I don't know. I just, that, those words of, I'm sorry, there has to be a repentance, I believe, for true reconciliation to take place. Uh, that we can't just always sweep it under the rug, that we have to repent for there to be true healing. And in this movie, uh, Free Burma Rangers, we I, I saw that in this relationship that um, they brought in a man who was working for the enemy, um, this enemy that was committing genocide. So sorry, there's dogs barking. Um Anyways, this is probably my cue that I need to wrap things up. But anyways, this man comes from enemy lines, comes over to this the side that's helping others. And he admits, he's like, I have killed so many people. I've killed pregnant moms. I've killed newborn babies. I've done horrible things. And they interview him. And he's like, I'm a bad person. I'm a bad person. But what he did was he didn't sweep it under the rug. He came and he said, I'm so sorry, not only to these people that he committed this horrible evil against, but also to God. And he goes, I am sorry, God, that I've done these things. And so that repentance was so huge that this this community that has been so wounded, who lost brothers and sisters and fathers and mothers to this genocide, was they were actually able to bring him in, receive him, love him. And the people they interview in this community said it wasn't easy, but this love was a choice that they made. And in doing so, they found such power and such healing in their individual life by choosing to love this man who had committed such evil because they knew God in his repentance that God loved this man. And in doing so, they brought reconciliation, restoration. This man was able to find a new life. They, the community, were able to find a new life because they found within themselves a way to forgive the wrongdoing that had happened to them. It's powerful, you guys. You have to watch the movie. I don't think I can describe it um, the way it is portrayed in the movie. But I just hope this takeaway today for you is one of don't be angry. Let that anger go. Vengeance is mine, says the Lord. If you go on that trajectory of anger and and justice and wanting to make someone else pay for the horrible things that they have done to you or for another, it's, it's not going to be good. At the, on the flip side, if you have done something out of anger towards someone, again, maybe it's just, but it's still out of this anger. It's still wanting someone to hurt and to feel. Then a repentance, I think, is required. Um, You can sweep it under the rug, but I don't think you're going to find true restoration and reconciliation and true relationship until that repentance has taken place. Something I'm learning, something I wish I would have learned a decade ago, you guys, um, as a divorcee, obviously um, anger and unforgiveness and not repenting is a huge part of Uh, leading to a divorce. 
And it's something that I've learned and I will continue to learn and implement and do my best to implement. So just knowing that God is a God of second chances and he restores and redeems horrible situations in our lives, I believe that. Um, But I believe we're always learning and we can always grow and we can always become better people. And this is what I'm learning. So take it or leave it. Oh, I go, I'm going late again. So sorry. I hope this was a blessing to you. Again, this is just my, my hope and my prayer is it's like having a cup of coffee is that you plug in this podcast, grab a cup of coffee. If it's at the end of the day, grab a glass of wine. And it's like us sitting across a table from one another and just sharing life. And this is how I share my life. I have this platform. So you get to kind of hear what's, what's going on with me. I don't get to hear what's going on with you. So that means you got to find me on social media. I'm Capt Kelsey Hawaii, C-A-P-T, like Captain Kelsey, K-E-L-S-E-Y, Hawaii. Um, You can also find us on the Talking Story podcast. That's our Instagram as well, the Talking Story podcast. And those are all ways that you can maybe share with me what's happening in your world. Because truly, you guys, I, I want to create a tribe. This, that's what I'm hoping this is. This is a tribe where we can come together, be real with one another, the good, bad, and ugly, and then inspire each other that, hey, this is real life. This is hard. This is where I've messed up. But I believe God's in a redeeming business and that we can't, we don't have to stay stuck. We don't have to stay depressed. We don't have to stay in this darkness, that we can be inspired to find joy and use our lives to serve others, ultimately finding, I think, the deepest sense of joy that life can bring. So that's what it's all about. And again, if this is a blessing to you, the talking story has been a blessing to you, you can help us by um, giving to our Kickstarter campaign. It's only for 60 days. So we have a short amount of time to try to raise money for the season two. And if we can't raise that money, that's okay. Um, you can help us by purchasing products through moimoimarket.com. So moimoimarket.com, where your dollar is truly making a difference in other lives, in others' lives. Have a good Monday. Have a good week, you guys. We'll see you next week. Aloha.